and that you don't just look at the visual of the person and what they look like, but also what their answers and their pictures say about them. Dating apps, friends. That is the topic of today's conversation. There are probably so many of you that hate fucking dating apps. I don't know whether I've met anybody that openly is like, I fucking love dating apps. I actually don't know whether that's a thing. So today we're going to jam on it because there are a lot of benefits to dating apps and there are a lot of downfalls. And I want to help you guys just feel a little bit more confident with dating apps and like all that kind of stuff. So if you're watching this video, you can see that I'm like really fucking struggling. I'm like, where do I put this fucking sound pad? Lol. I had it on my chest for a hot second. It's like, you can see that. So we're not going to do that. All right. Dating apps, dating apps, dating apps. We obviously have the embodiment of dating open right now with the VIP option, which I am very excited about and very happy about. I fucking love this masterclass that I made earlier this year. It is so juicy and it will completely change your life when it comes to dating. Everything in that masterclass is what I learned, didn't do it from the beginning, what I learned to embody myself when it came to dating that changed the game for me. Like it helped me to stop being, you know, like anxious or constantly looking at my phone all the time or just really giving a fuck in the beginning of dating. It allowed me to stay in my own energy because for a lot of us, me included, You know, when you're dating and not knowing how to do so in a way that actually feels empowering and strong and like when you're in your own energy, you are leaking so much energy and you are getting so fucking drained and you are dating people that really have like no like future with you because you're not embodying what you need to be in order to date for love, not lust. So The embodiment of dating is open. You can get just the masterclass or you can also get the masterclass with a VIP option, which gives you a one-on-one with me. And you also have three months of support in the Telegram group where I drop extra lessons. You will have audio notes from me on things that you are not going to want to not learn. You will also be able to leave as many questions as you possibly can in those three months for me to answer. So even if you're in a relationship, this VIP option is really, really great. And the embodiment of dating is also going to help you to repolarize your relationship, even if you are not dating. So if you're in a bit of a dead relationship right now, um, this is going to, or you feel like your man is not leading you and cherishing you and taking you out on dates, then you definitely need to enjoy, uh, then you definitely need to join and enjoy the embodiment of dating. All right. So when it comes to dating apps, most of us that are young have been have engaged in some kind of dating app, whether it is an app on your phone or whether it is like a website, they're popular, they're out there, and there are pros and cons. It is really important. Actually, I'm going to first preface because I know people are going to be wondering about this. If you haven't heard from other episodes, my boyfriend and I did not meet on a dating app. I want to preface that. Um, and, uh, we were both not on dating apps when we met. That is going to be an episode for another time when it comes to like our personal situations and like the evolution of us meeting and the embodiment, really the embodiment of me meeting him. A lot of that is in the embodiment of dating, not the story because that doesn't help you guys necessarily, but like the lessons from the story, they're all in the embodiment of dating, but like our story, I'll share another episode like down the track. 
just for anyone's curious mind, we did not meet on a dating app. We met skiing. Anyway, okay. Because, but I've I've been on dating apps and I've met great people on dating apps and I've met duds on dating apps. Well, duds for me, great people for other people. And I'm grateful for dating apps. Let me first start with that. Like one of my best, best friends, I, she lives in New York and I met her through a guy that I met on a dating app back when I was living in London during COVID. Cause I'm pretty sure nobody could meet anybody not on a dating app in COVID. And look, you still need a touch. Let's not beat around the bush with that one. So I met a guy on a dating app and uh, what was I going to say? Nothing ended up happening from it, but we became friends. And then I ended up meeting, like, not going to give details, super long story short. I ended up meeting one of my best friends kind of through him, really. It was through a friend that he made and it was his friend's friend that is now one of my best friends. He is no longer in my life. He's blocked and deleted. <laughs> we won't go into that, those details, but he is blocked and deleted. Um, but I am always grateful for having met him because otherwise I wouldn't have met one of my best friends. So there are pros to dating apps. And that's kind of one of the things I'm going to talk about in terms of like what can happen from meeting people on dating apps, even if they went nowhere. Okay. So firstly, it is really important that you are dating consciously and engaging in the app with conscious intention. So whether you are finding, whether you're wanting to like find friends with benefits or whether you're actually wanting to find someone that you would end up in a relationship with, it's really important that you actually know your intention. It's okay if you want to just have a fuck buddy. Great. That's fantastic. But then know your intention because it's not, it's not just for you. It's also for about respecting the other person because there is nothing I think more disrespectful and frankly mean than misleading somebody that you are talking to on a dating app because you don't fucking know what you want or you aren't taking ownership for what you want and claiming what you want because you're insecure about it or whatever you are. Bottom line is, know what it is that you are on the dating app for and be consciously aware of that and have that intention when you're engaging with people for, for, for your own self-respect, but then also for the respect of others. Because you never know, like we're living in a full, small fucking world. Let's say for example, that you are fucking around with John on a dating app and you know he wants you know to meet the woman of his dreams and you're like, yeah, 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 me too, me too. And you're lying to him because he's sexy as fuck and you want to get him in your bed. And then he ends up finding that out. And then a year later, you end up being neighbors, like maybe not neighbors, maybe a bit extreme, but like basically you end up having him circle back into your life. And it's like, he's lost respect for you. Like you've left a bad fucking taste in your mouth. So have self-respect for yourself by showing up in a high quality way. And that comes with just owning what it is that you want. There's no shame for wanting runs of benefits, for wanting to fuck around for a bit. And there's also no shame for wanting to be in a secure, healthy, obviously, committed relationship. Just own it and it's actually going to help people to think more highly of you as well, okay? So there is a full-on addiction that comes with the validation that people get from being on these dating apps. They use these dating apps as a source of validation and they use these dating apps, frankly, to cover up the fact that they're fucking bored. This is across the board. Even if you don't think that you get validation or a sense of entertainment from these apps, you do. What is Instagram? It's a fucking validation station. And when you're bored, you scroll it. That's what it is. Now, Pinterest doesn't give you validation, 
well, unless you like have a big Pinterest thing and then it does, but most of us don't. Pinterest doesn't really give a sense of validation because I don't use Pinterest to like post on it, but oh boy, does it give me a source of entertainment. I could scroll that fucking Pinterest board for hours, right? We've all done that. Let's not lie about that one. Point being is that at the end of the day, the swiping on dating app and the talking to somebody that gives you a hit of oxytocin and dopamine, that does get addictive. It does. Like, oh, someone new, 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 new. Yes. Oh, he's sexy. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. He's flirting with me. Yes. Like that is addiction, 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 addiction. And you are literally getting addicted to how you feel when you get these text messages from sexy John and his abs. So remember that one. Are you getting addicted to them? Because if you are, I would tell you right now, like, and obviously feel like, like, you know, do what feels good. If you are addicted or you are getting validation from it, put it fucking down because you're not going to win. You are draining yourself. You are draining your energy. You're leaking your energy and you're not doing anything good for yourself. If you are going on them and you are not needing validation, you don't, you don't, you're not addicted to them. You don't, you're not scrolling them because you're bored at nighttime and lonely at 1am. Great. That's why boundaries with dating apps is also really important. People obviously do find dating apps really hard when they're busy. And I get that. Like that is one thing where the pro of meeting somebody in person is that that vibe that you got is what makes you put the effort in and what what allows you to want to put the effort in with texting them, with then going out on a date with them. When you've met John online and you're busy with work and then you get fucking tired, you don't know if there's a vibe. So that's what allows people to cancel so easily or to not show up or to not put effort in or to go MIA because there isn't actually really any skin in the game. Like there isn't actually any feelings there, like true feelings there yet. There's a quick addiction, but that does fade over time. When you've met somebody in person, there's that vibe for both of you that makes you actually want to engage with them following the encounter. So You know, obviously it's not necessarily because when people are really busy, it's not necessarily that they don't want to find their person if they're not engaging, you know, on the dating app as much. It's really more often because there is no real spark or investment in any person that is driving you to make the time to talk to them, right? Like I remember when I was on dating apps and it's fucking exhausting. Like if I was tired from work or had a busy week, I'm like, I don't want to fucking reply to you. Like stop texting me. It's so annoying. But you know, when you meet people in person, it's different. So like, even if I was to reflect on recent year of being single, met people in person and met people online. And, you know, if I met a guy in person and there was that vibe, I would actually reply to him. And I would, even if I was tired, or I would at least be like, Hey, I'm really tired. I'll party tomorrow. But when it was, when I was engaged with people on an app, I just, I wouldn't like, to be really honest, like if I was fucking tired, I'd be like, go away. You're so annoying. And I would be like that because at the end of the day, is there a vibe? I don't fucking know. But with a person in real life, you know, that I have had a vibe with, that I am interested in getting to know, then I am going to engage with them a lot more and take the time to reply to them or talk to them, even if I'm busy. I'm already invested with that person that I met on the street or whatever because I felt that spark or you felt that spark. So even if you're busy, you're going to reply to the text message and get excited about going out on the date. But if you don't have that initial spark with somebody, 
that's where it's easier for people to cancel. It's easier for people to ghost and go MIA because there isn't really that, you know, that spark yet, to be honest, right? So be honest with yourself because, you know, we're going on these dating apps and they take a lot of time and take a lot of energy. And if you don't have that, you're probably going to end up being in a scarcity mindset about it. And also you're only going, if you're only going on there to get a hit of validation versus going on there to get us, you know, with the serious intention, whether it's for a fuck buddy or the many your dreams, it's going to really drain you if you are on those apps, not actually knowing what you want. Because what I've noticed is that a lot of, you know, like you got to think about it like logically. So when you're on a dating app, it's a lot of no, it's no, 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 no. And then we have all these people walking around being like, there's no good fish in the sea left. And it's because all day they're telling their brain, no, 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 no. So it's constant scarcity. Whereas when you're not on a dating app, okay, you'll have less people talking to you and blowing up your phone. But when you do engage with someone, it's probably going to be of higher quality and you're going to actually end up feeling like even if you have only had four encounters with a guy, four encounters with different guys every year, let's say you only met four different guys, but you met them in real, in person, you're probably going to feel like those four encounters left you feeling more abundant about dating than if you're constantly sitting on app being like, no, 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 no. Your beliefs, what you, what you put into your mind is going to shape what you see around the world because of the way that our reticular activating system works, right? Like our reticular activating system is filtering out things that seem like irrelevant to us and filtering in things that seem relevant. So constantly seeing not a good match, you're going to be seeing all the fucking time. You're not going to be seeing this is a great guy when you're constantly saying no, 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 no to yourself. It's also hard dating apps, like for people that if they're very visual, people that are very visual people, it's hard because they can also intent unintentionally, sorry, swipe the wrong way and say no to somebody that could be a really great fit for them based on their photos, not doing their appearance justice. Like, let's be real. The vibe that you get with someone adds to their physical appearance. Full stop, the end. The vibe that you add that you that you get from someone with an account like your encounter with someone, it does add to their physical appearance, or it takes it fucking away, right? Let's just say that, or it takes away. So what can happen is when we're, when we're only looking at physicality, because even though okay, you can leave questions and stuff, like do those questions really spark that much in us? Like not really. Right? Like, especially because it really was actually because most people leave really bland fucking answers because they don't know what to write. It's confusing. It's hard. Like, do I just sound cool, calm, and collected or do I sound really serious? I don't want to be off putting to somebody, but I also want someone to know that, like, I don't want to be, I don't want you to message me if you don't know how to ski really well, for example, whatever it is. Right? So, or if you don't want to have babies, it doesn't matter. We can tell ourselves these stories and we can limit ourselves in the way that we show up on these. And really, they end up becoming a very, a very physical thing where we're only looking at people's appearance and we judge somebody the wrong way and say no to somebody because of their appearance or because, you know, some people aren't that photogenic, but in real life they're hot as fuck or they just have bad photos. Like, oh my God, how many guys have bad photos of them, right? Like that happens sometimes and you could miss out such a great guy because of you know, their, their photo is not doing them justice versus meeting that person in person. You could be, you know, you could be fucking so obsessed with them 
because of the vibe that is added to their appearance and the way they've made you laugh or how they've made you felt or what extra things about their energy and their presence that added to their overall sex appeal, let's say. Modern dating is hard. Let's not beat around the bush. And the embodiment of dating is going to help you to feel like you are showing up in a way that you are proud of, where you aren't leaking your energy everywhere, and in a way that is going to actually get you results with good men without being a hot, anxious mess. If you are interested, there's also the VIP option, and the VIP option gives you three months of support with me. We have a Telegram um, group, so that's basically a group thread, and you can be dropping in any questions that you have at all. Nothing is off limits, but as many questions as you want over those three months. You also get access to extra lessons on things like keeping your energy to yourself, cutting the core with people that aren't right for you, staying committed to showing up. Um, you know, committed. This is a good one. Staying committed to showing up even when you're presented with the hottest fucking man. And there's so many more lessons in there. You also get a extra one-on-one with me to focus on whatever you want to focus on, so that you can feel more secure and confident in your dating life or in your relationship. So, whether you're dating or whether you're in a relationship, but you feel like you need to repolarize the relationship, the embodiment of dating is for you. It is a two-hour masterclass. As soon as you join, you get the masterclass so you can binge it and start implementing everything and it is absolutely loaded with content so I'd be watching it like literally four times and then once a month so if you want to join the details are all below so that you can get in and let's jump back into the episode I am by no means against dating apps I think it's an, it is an amazing tool that we have in modern society, which is fucking great to broaden our network and to meet more people. Because like there are people that you, you know, some of you might have friends now in different cities because you went on a dating app when you were visiting that city. Like that is fucking great, especially because no one says hi to each other in a coffee shop anymore. So like we need that. What I want to make people aware of is just the difference in experience sometimes, and especially depending who you are, of meeting and dating somebody that you've met in person and had that initial spark with versus meeting that person online and you not having that initial spark that can that can drive the investment of time, especially if the two of you are busy. So even for example, if you're really busy and it's like, Monica, I do not have time to go out and meet people like at a fucking bar. I am working, I am tired, or I have kids or whatever it is. I get that. I really do. I don't have kids, but like I get that. I get the being busy. You don't need to go and meet people at a fucking bar. Like you need to be open to the fact that you could meet your Prince Charming in a park. You could meet him in a supermarket. You could meet him at the fucking gym, in a sauna, in the car parking lot, like on a fucking chairlift. You can meet him literally anywhere if you are open to that and if you remain open. And if you, you know, work with the law of attraction and the law of action, it's obviously going to be a lot easier. I I will say I am going to do probably, I'm going to do a masterclass probably like first quarter of next year, I would say about quote unquote meeting the one attracting in your man, but not like a law of attraction because we all fucking know how that works, but like actually way more actionable. Um, because for me, for example, I did manifestation things. I did so many different things that helped with this. Um, 
And I think that I personally think that a lot of like the manifestation with like calling in the one, it just for a lot of people, it can feel like this is bullshit. It's like, I've done this for three years and it hasn't fucking worked. So I kind of want to be blending for you guys the, the the action that's really important with also the manifestation side of it, the law of attraction side of it. I'm going to kind of blend the two. So if you're interested in that, please look out for that um, next year, like the first quarter. And you know what? Let's put it, let's put it, e- we're going to put an email link in below for a wait list. Uh, I don't know what it's going to be called, but I'll make up some name for right now. Um, I'll make up like some, you know, finding the one, whatever masterclass, uh, name to be confirmed, lol. But I'll put an email, I'll put a link in below so you guys can join the waitlist if you're interested. Waitlist will get, um, an early bed discount too. Just FYI, I'm making that a thing because people being on the email list are really important because, you know, at the end of the day, social media probably isn't going to be around forever. So get on the waitlist because there will be an incentive to be on the waitlist. Okay. So coming back to it. So, you know, he might be sexy, but if he hates dogs and you love dogs, you're literally just wasting your time. It's important to note that if you are actually wanting to meet somebody, that you stay open on dating apps and that you don't just look at the visual of the person and what they look like, but also what their answers and their pictures say about them. Because at the end of the day, he could, you know, you know, him saying like, him saying, yeah, like, I don't know, like I'm open to anything. Okay. Maybe he's open to a relationship, but if you are fucking serious about a relationship, you engaging with someone like that, you're, you're only wasting your own time. Not to say that he won't want a relationship with you, but you want to be embodied in your boundaries and not engaging with someone that isn't where you want them to be like right now, for example. It's really, really important to know your non-negotiables. So if he is saying, yeah, like, I don't know, let's go wherever it wants to go. That's really important information. What are your non-negotiables when I'm dating with these dating apps? Because if you don't know what your non-negotiables are and if you're not committed to sticking to them, you will just get looped into the addiction and you will be leaking your energy left, right, and fucking center and you will waste so much time on those dating apps and you will go into the scarcity that a lot of people feel in the dating world. I don't know. Actually, I do know like a few people, but I'm going to say that I've influenced that. There are majority of people, majority of people have a very bad perception of dating these days. And I want to change that. Everyone has a huge scarcity of there is no good fish in the sea. There are no good men out there. There are no good women out there. All the good women are married and taken X, Y, and Z, or women are bitches or whatever it is. We need to change that because your mindset is everything. And if you're thinking that only shit people are on the apps, then like, well, one, you're one of the shit people because you're on the app. So lol. Like there are good people on those apps. There are genuine, genuine, beautiful people. on I know I have a lot of friends that have met their husband's fiancés on dating apps. And this is why I am not by any way, shape or form anti-dating apps. I am pro dating apps and I am pro meeting in person. What I'm more pro is consciousness. What are you actually, do you know your conscious intention? How are you engaging on these dating apps? Are you you know, getting yourself into trauma bonds. Are you not embodying your self-worth? Have you not healed your trauma? So you are getting all this validation off people. And unfortunately you're dating really shitty men and just getting into these shit situations and feeling scarcity about dating because a lot of people are right. Like I've had clients where they're on dating apps and we're working through a lot of this stuff as they're dating. And now they're in these like beautiful marriages or they're engaged or whatever it is with these beautiful men that they met on dating apps. And a lot of that did come from them being able to be on these dating apps from a healed 
relaxed, grounded place, not the state of reaction of need for validation and the addiction to dopamine and serotonin and oxytocin and everything, right? If you are on the app, don't fucking be saying that only shit people are on the app, only douchebags, only fuck boys. Like you're on the app. Are you a douchebag? Are you a fuck boy? Are you a shit person? Like if you are, then okay, fine. But you probably aren't. There are good people on the apps. There are also people that are just wanting to have sex or are just wanting, you know, to have a friends with benefit situation. Nothing wrong with that. They're allowed to. People are allowed to be on the app just for sex, just for a hookup, just for whatever. It's your job to stop engaging with those people. It's not their fucking job. And it is harder said, it is easier said than done. And that's why doing this work on yourself is so important because knowing something is different from embodying it. That's why it's called the embodiment of dating because knowing how to date is completely different to embodying how to date. Okay. So ensure that you are talking to somebody that has the same intentions as you and that has the same things that you know are absolute non-negotiables. Like for example, for me, it would be like, you got to be a good skier. I wouldn't be engaging and speaking with someone I have before, but I wouldn't be engaging and speaking to somebody that wasn't in a position to have a relationship in their life, you know, and that wanted that and didn't know how to ski. Like, what, what the fuck am I doing, Monica, if I was doing that, right? So that would be something that's really important. Like swap that to your own situation. Because like, for example, if I was engaging in that, that would be a really bad combo. Like someone that, if I was on a dating app right now, someone that didn't run a relationship because I wasn't in a position where actually, no, at, at times when I was on the dating apps, I also wasn't necessarily in a position where I was like, I want, you know, a solid relationship. But if I was to be on one now, like I'd be like, yeah, like I want a solid relationship and you got to be a good skier. If I, if, if I wasn't doing that, like what the fuck am I doing? Unless I didn't want a solid relationship, then I could go and just, you don't need to be able to know how to ski because I'm not fucking marrying you. Depending where you are really can also depend on like the best journey of going through dating and like dating apps can be great for this because it allows you to have this huge pool of people to engage with and you can learn so much about yourself with dating. You really, really can. And like, I don't think it's necessarily as long as you're doing it like with, you know, self-awareness and kind of a plan in action. I don't think it's a bad thing to be dating to get to know yourself. You just got to be honest with those people, right? So like, for example, it's like, I've come out of a relationship. I'm dating to get to know myself. I'm not looking for anything serious, obviously. I'm looking for casual, uncommitted, fun. I'm honestly trying to get to know myself because you will be triggered in ways and you will have shit come up in ways that will not come up when you're alone, not dating. So dating can be really good for healing as long as you're actually like knowing how to heal shit or like working with someone to do that. So everyone's situation with dating Everyone's situation with dating is different, but the bottom line is, is that it's really important for you to be dating in a way where you are not draining your energy all the time. And when you are not a hot fucking anxious mess, because you're not doing it with awareness and like presence, if that makes sense. Right. And at the end of the day, you can do so much self-discovery work alone. And then when you get into a relationship or when you start dating, new things will come up or new things that you thought you've healed will come up in a different way. And that doesn't mean that you're broken or that you didn't do the work. It means that you're now in a relationship. So things are just going to come up in a different way and you're going to be triggered in a different way. 
So dating can be really, really healthy, even if you're just casually dating to figure out the kind of person and relationship that you would like to be in long-term, like like to be with in long-term. And that kind of dating takes serious embodiment, that queen energy, which I give you the things to be doing and feeling and thinking and using in the embodiment of dating. So wait, I actually just said something. I just said dating can be really healthy. Obviously dating can be very healthy and it's not, no, dating isn't an unhealthy thing to be doing. The way in which you're dating obviously can be unhealthy or healthy, right? Like that's about you. And the way in which you show up on dating apps can be healthy or unhealthy. Dating apps when in and of itself can be healthy or unhealthy. Um, and so the way in which you show up on dating apps and engage in dating apps is really, really important. If you know that you need some more one-on-one support through this, I would definitely recommend doing the embodiment of dating VIP option or like a mini one-on-one package with me. Um, this next round of ERD VIP, you will get a one-on-one with me and I'll also be dropping extra lessons in the group as well. So just food for thought, something to think about. Okay. So you want to make sure first and foremost that you are protecting yourself and showing up as your best self on these apps and not losing yourself and losing your energy and getting angry and frustrated and drained because you're on this roller coaster of highs and lows of dopamine. You do, I do not want you ladies feeling like every time he hasn't messaged you or because he hasn't talked to you in three days, you're in a depressed hole because like how draining is that for you? This is networking. This is, this is meeting people. It is just fucking networking. There is so much more and like specifics and everything and like tools and tactics and embodiment things that I give you guys in embodiment of dating. So please, please, please join. I'm sure that if you listen to this in the future as well, that's going to be like an additional Q&A or something. I know I'm going to do, I, I do not have time to do one this year, but I know that I want to do a Q&A for embodiment of dating um, probably, I guess, in the first quarter of next year. So look out for that as well. Um, when you buy the embodiment of dating, you'll be able to just like add on the Q and A or whatever. I'll make it separate things to keep it like streamlined and, and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, look out for that in the future. There, there definitely will be a Q and A, but like, I mean, I'm, I don't want to say definitely probably be a Q and A for now though. It won't be anytime close for now. The best thing to get consistent support for three months is the VIP option. Because if you want to do the one-on-one, you'll be able to like drop a question, but I'll give you general advice because it's not going to be back and forth. In the VIP though, you can like send a whole voice message explaining your situation in as much detail as you want. I know who you are. I know your story. I know your situation. And then I can give really consistent back and forth help. So um, understanding men, communicating with them, helping you to stay in your own energy, embodiment practices, all those kind of things. So obviously the VIP is far beyond dep- like the just the masterclass. It just depends what you need. You might be totally fine with the masterclass. Fucking great. You can get just the masterclass and then upgrade if you want to, depending if there's spaces left and if you're you know in the right time frame. Um, so the embodiment dating is open right now and it closes um, – at the end of November, I don't have the exact date and oh wait, hold on, it's right here. It opens at the beginning of just yeah, it opens now and it closes on like the 29th. It closes on the 29th of November. So you can get the masterclass now and then you can just email us if you need to upgrade. We'll send you an invoice to the VIP option. The VIP is um, going to be starting at the end of Jan, which is fabulous because it means that you have a few months to actually, you know, integrate and live out everything that I have taught you in the masterclass. And then you'll be able to ask really high quality questions and bring 
like better situations kind of things um, to the VIP time because you've actually tried everything for a while. So that's going to be fantastic. So the VIP starts end of Jan. If you're listening to this in like December or whatever, and you want to join the VIP, if we have space, we will obviously let you in. So just shoot an email through. Um, there are limited spaces though, because you will get a one-on-one obviously. So I've got to fit that in my calendar. So please ensure that you jump in ahead of time. Um, if you're listening to this in and, and that's all closed and everything. Um, there are the mini one-on-one packages as long as I'm still running them when you guys listen to this. You'll see it via my website. So the mini one-on-one link is below. So if there's any spaces still available for that, you can book them via my website. And we can also be working on these things in your one-on-ones and your two weeks of um, text and voice message support. So I'm going to leave this episode here. I hope this is really helpful for you guys in terms of the tips and everything that I gave you and the conversation. I hope that it was thought-provoking and allowed you to have some self-reflection. You might want to re-listen to it again because it was really juicy and I will see you guys in the next episode. Please don't forget to share the episode with me, uh, with with your Instagram uh, followers and tag me and tag the podcast so that I can share it and leave a written review if you haven't already because it goes, it goes a long way and it's greatly appreciated. I'll see you guys in the next episode.